ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. I am your host, Ted Weston, and we are here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. Uh, folks, we are jumping in. This is our first episode uh, post-Forbidden Door, post-Blood uh, uh, and Guts, uh, <laughs> post-Money right, in the Bank. We're starting off the second half of the, uh, the year. We're starting off the second half of the uh, the calendar year. And uh, we have so much we want to jump into with you tonight. Uh, but before we get there, please remember to go grab your merch at whatamaneuver.net. Please remember to like us across all of our social media platforms and follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. In fact, as of when we are filming this episode, which is on a, uh, which is always on Thursday evening for us, we are dangerously close to 5,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, we are at 4,998 so please help us out, guys. Get those get those uh, those likes and those follows in on uh, on all the social medias. Also, we are very very close to 600 subscribers on YouTube. Make sure you hit that button, like, comment, share, and subscribe. We are at 593 subscribers uh, right now. We need seven more to break our 600 number, which was our goal for the summer, and it's only July. Uh, so please, please, please help us hit that goal. Help us get where we need to be so that we can continue giving you the best podcast platform entertainment that we can give you uh please remember to comment in the comment section with your thoughts about our topics in each episode if you are watching on youtube if you are listening on sportswire if you're watching on roku if you are listening uh on a podcast platform hit us up on social media we love hearing from you amy does a really great job of replying to everybody uh across you know across all the social media platforms and i've been working really hard to make sure i reply to people's comments in the youtube uh and folks tonight i've got the uh the gang the guys are all here uh you know kev will be on uh for the second episode we filmed tonight but we've got cousin mike uh right underneath me in the zoom screen we've got og phil and we've got the new mouth of the south the heel himself tyler peters and uh gentlemen it's been a couple of weeks, so uh, thank you all for jumping on, and thank you for uh, continuing to contribute to our uh, to our little engine that could hear for uh, <laughs> for podcasting. I really yeah, appreciate man. you guys. Yeah, happy to be here. You know, it's uh it's been a fun been a fun ride so far this summer. I think in professional wrestling, um, as someone that wasn't super excited for Forbidden Door, um, I I was pleasantly surprised. Shame on you, uh, sir. Well, here, here's my thing. I wasn't <laughs> invested in watching it enough to pay for it, right? Um, I got it for free. I won't tell you how. Uh, someone may or may not have shared their password with me. Um, but uh, I got it for free. And uh, and I, I always knew on the pay-per-view that we were going to get great wrestling, right? That was never a question for me. It was just I wasn't invested in the show enough to go out and spend my, my hard-earned money on it, take food off the table for my kids right um to to pay put out fifty dollars for a pay-per-view um but i i really enjoyed the show i thought that uh i thought that the wrestling was great but it didn't make a difference in my life 
right? Like it didn't make me like or dislike anything. And the only thing it really did is it exposed me a little bit more to some of those guys from Japan, which is cool. Uh, and I and I appreciated that. Um, we got Blood and Guts. It was a crazy, <laughs> crazy match uh, for Blood and Guts. Um, and then we had Money in the Bank. And I think that we were all pretty pleasantly surprised about how they handled Money in the Bank this year. Um, and with that being said, we're coming up on this is the, the second half of the year. We're in July. We're in month seven of 12. And uh, so OG said in the chat, he's like, hey, what, what if we did like mid-year superlatives this year? Uh, what if we, what if we, instead of waiting until December to do wrestler of the year, what if we gave like a report card on the mid year, like almost like a progress report in school, right? Like this who's, is where we're at. <laughs> who's leading the MVP race, right? So, um, so that's what we're going to do tonight. We have six categories for you. Uh, we've got best male wrestler, best female wrestler, best tag team match of the year and favorite moment of the year so far. And uh, and what you're looking forward to for the remainder of the year, and uh, and so each of each of these guys is going to get to answer all of these questions, um, and talk a little bit about maybe some of their honorable mentions or why they picked who they picked, and um, and then I'll close out each each category before we move on to the next one. Um, with that being said, folks, please remember that uh these are just you know some of our personal preferences we aren't saying like this has to be your match of the year right we're just saying this is this is where we're at as wrestling fans right now uh and uh i think that it's also important for you guys to note that we love when your opinions are different because sometimes it changes our opinions so make sure you hit us up with your comments about it and your thoughts about it on social media and youtube all right let's jump right in here um we've got best Male wrestler of the year so far, 2022. Um, I think that this is a a pretty tight, you know, a pretty tight race between five or six different guys. Like it's hard. It's hard to pick one name, right? That's why we have the honorable mentions. This was the hardest one out of all of them, I think. It's very difficult. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I do want to start with OG. This is his topic, uh, you know, his his idea. So I'll start with OG first on this one. Um, OG, who did you have and why, brother? Oh, man. So I, it's funny. Usually with stuff like this, I can narrow it down to like two or three guys, but I actually have six names written down, and it's uh, Roman Reigns, obviously, um, Jay White, MJF, Matt Riddle, uh, Matt Cardona, and John Moxley. Mm. Now, with all of the people that have been getting hurt, I put Mox down because he's been the most consistent through the year, but I, I wouldn't put him up in, like, the top. He he is number six on that out of those guys, but he he's someone who is there, and mm. he's constantly putting out decent match, matches for for aw obviously they put the the interim strap on him because of punk's injury so it's just he's the constant that is always there he's kind of like the randy orton of aw if that's like yeah um if it wasn't for all the stuff going on outside of the ring for with mjf i would probably have him number one just because of my bias towards him but ever since that promo, he hasn't been seen. So it's kind of weird. Um, 
Riddle and Jay White for me are kind of in the, the same boat where Jay White is always putting on massive matches and Riddle has just like shot up the card for me. I was kind of hoping that he was going to win Money in the Bank, but they pulled the fast one on me. Uh, Roman is Roman. He is still the flagship for WWE. But uh, for me, honestly, uh, the best male wrestler of the year is Matt Cardona. He has really taken the, uh, the release that he got and really ran with it. He is better than he's ever been. Hmm. Hmm. I uh I really appreciate that list because it makes me think a little bit more about my list and like <laughs> oh should I have changed something? Uh right. But I, but I but I I really like it. I'm going to leave my list alone. I'm not going to my pencil is over here. <laughs> I'm not going to reach for it. <laughs> I'm going to leave my list just the way it is. Um I do want to go to uh to Cuz next year. Cuz, talk to us a little bit about best male wrestler of the year. So it was really tough for me to narrow down some guys because for me, it isn't just about titles because you can throw a title on anybody, even in like small feds, if they're a draw or like they're a popular guy or whatever, and you're just throwing onto the pile. Um, I, I narrowed it down to four people and it was between Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, MJF and Trevor Murdoch. And when I really sat and thought about it, when I was a kid, I looked at the lengths of runs that Hulk Hogan had and the amount of years that he put in as champion for his first, like, big run. And I sat back as a kid and I'm like, man, that would be, like, awful. Like, I wouldn't want to sit through a guy for, like, multiple years. It'd probably be, like, incredibly boring. But then, like, the more I thought about it, the more I went with Roman Reigns because it just, I don't know if it's a product of the pandemic or if it's just a product of the fact that they've really done their best job in a long, long time of elevating a guy to the top and making sure that we know that he is the top guy. And he isn't Mm -hmm. just being fed guys. Like, he's actually working decent matches with these guys. For the most part, obviously the Brock Lesnar match and the greatest match of whatever was kind of most day. <laughs> but it really he he's the top guy. He's the top yeah. guy in the industry. There's no question about it. And you can walk around with six titles all you want, but He's at the pinnacle of the mountain where the mountain actually counts and has the most eyes on him. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, for sure. I can't That's, find any anything to rebut you on that. I picked, yeah. I picked who I picked because I just I felt like what Cardona's done outside of WWE has really been incredible, but I can't I can't say that what Roman is doing is not equally or more incredible. Right. Absolutely. And he's not boring. That's the thing. It's not No, he's boring. not. He from where he was what 5 years ago compared to where he is now is completely different. Yep. He has completely changed 
who he is. For sure. And excuse uh, me. Yes. But but I also want to speak to the fact that Mike's list uh featured Trevor Murdoch. And and I I have to say, Trevor Murdoch, like he was this is did he have his his first title reign was in 2022 as well, right? So now he's had two NWA championship reigns in 2022. Who would have thought five years ago that we'd be talking about Trevor fucking Murdoch as NWA champion number one hey, and number two talking about him as wrestler of the year and have no issue about it really. Like, I can't say I have any issue about it. Trevor Murdoch has come out and performed every single time at NWA, and I think he's been doing fantastic work. It's Harley Race 2.0, essentially. Yep. Because, like, Harley Race looks like a gremlin. He looks like a gremlin. (laughs) Like, it is such, like, old school, like... Yeah, he's he's really got that, that old school vibe to him, which is... I like it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Even though I'm not much of an I old school guy, I I appreciate you appreciate the what beginning. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, Tyler Peters, the new mouth of the South, the no, heel that rivals to, uh, dirty agree. heels. What you got? I, I know it exactly. The, the heat seeker. No, I have to agree with uh, Cousin Mike on this one. Uh, Roman Reigns is hard to argue. I, I think he was a guy I had automatically. I think Cody Rhodes does fit in that conversation. I would even pick uh, Nick Aldis, even though he doesn't hold a title. I don't mm. think he needs it. I think that's somebody that you could put on the list. You've got to with what he's meant to NWA, that brand. And, uh, you know, what you were talking about. Uh, I mean, Roman Reigns is the star. I mean, as much as I like Drew McIntyre and I, I love Bobby Lashley, I'd put him in that conversation. He's It's about longevity for me and him winning the United States title I uh, really like theory. I mean, I, I'm glad he won the money in the bank. I, I'm not hating it. I, I think that's mm-hmm. a great choice because mm-hmm. it makes SummerSlam more interesting as we learned from Ross. So I'm putting him in there, but yeah, Roman Reigns, the whole storyline for me, I, I love the old, uh, the storytelling that goes back, you know, the formula that's so successful with the Usos, Paul Heyman. Uh, I mean, you guys witnessed it with ECW. He's just a genius. Uh, I love everything like Roman calling him wise, man. It, it's like a great mafia movie. It's awesome. I mean, it's it's unbelievable that it's played out in wrestling so well. And uh, to your guys' point, to what Will was saying, you know, you guys were there in Philadelphia, you know, when Royal Rumble, where he was forced uh, down people's throats. And this is the Roman Reigns we've been waiting to see. Uh, so I love the progression and the career uh, trajectory of uh, the Tribal Chiefs. So it makes me look forward to Brock Lesnar. I, I know we're getting repetitive with the matches, but at least they're changing the stipulation. And I think this probably has to be the blow off at SummerSlam. Uh, you would think maybe, but I'm with you. Roman Reigns and I put Cody Rhodes, Nick, all this, and I'm going to put Lashley in theory as some others too, because there's a lot that are good that are injured though. So I had to yeah, think right. about one still actively wrestling. So uh, I'm just adding to a lot of the great points you guys are making with all yeah, the man. various promotions. Yeah. This could yeah. easily be a top 10 to 15 list if we wanted to make it, but like, right. There's right. so there's so many people injured. There's so many people to talk about. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, the other I, thing too yeah, on the sure. list, we could also like argue that some of these guys are like most improved in the past mm. year. That too. Yeah, for sure. I would definitely say that about Riddle. Yeah. Um, I think Riddle's definitely improved the most um, across the brands. Um, so for me, a lot of the guys that you guys are talking about were on my 
like kind of contenders list for this as I sat down to really put this list together earlier today. Um, and when I sat down, I said, who makes me want to watch them the most right now? Right. Um, and so I'll start with my runners up. Uh, my second runner up um, is someone, whenever I tell them uh, a wrestling fan, I'm not a huge new Japan guy. They go, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to send you this match, right? <laughs> and it's it's always a different match, but it's always with this guy, right? And it's Will Ospreay, right? Um, and, and his match with Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door was <laughs> genius. It was, it was golden. It was beautiful. Um, and, and Bully Ray, I think, uh, he kind of tagged it correctly when he said this was Orange Cassidy's coming out party. Well, there are very few people in the world that can have their opponent have their coming out party and still look as freaking good and get as much shine as they, as they did, as Will Ospreay did in that match. Um, and so Will Ospreay is my kind of my number two guy uh, in terms of runner up. My number one runner up is Cody. Uh he he made the the jump right went from the go home heat of AEW to quite possibly the biggest pop in the last 10 years of WrestleMania went from go home to welcome home exactly and uh and and the match he had with Seth Rollins in Hell in a Cell um while injured was incredible it was an incredible match now listen i was listening to uh to top rope wrestling talk uh this past week on uh and they they kind of did a recap of forbidden door and blood and guts and um kind of talked about money in the bank coming up a little bit and um and bruce from top rope wrestling talk was talking a little bit like well, can we finally give Kenny Omega the kudos he had for wrestling as hurt as he was? And can we give Adam Cole the kudos for wrestling with the torn labrum um, in this high-paced match and this, that, the other thing? And um, and listen, I, I do applaud all those guys yeah. for working hurt. Here's the thing. Kenny Omega, because he kept working hurt, got so hurt that he couldn't continue. Okay, Adam Cole wasn't working at 100%, ended up getting a concussion, right? Cody Rhodes didn't didn't stop pushing himself in the gym, completely tore his pec. The doctor said, it can't get any worse. You might as well go do the match anyway, right? Um, And he went out there and put on a hell of a performance with it. All three of these guys have something in common, right? They didn't know when to stop, (laughs) Um, which is why Cody's not my number one. That's why Cody is not my number one, not because he got hurt, but because of how he got hurt, because he didn't stop to think I can take four or five weeks off now and be able to come back and still give the fans a great rest of my year versus completely tearing my pec bench pressing in the weight room, trying to, you know, keep up my physique. And, uh, and now he's out for months, right? So that's why he he didn't make the top of my list for mid-year. Um, 
It's also the nature of the business, though, which is kind of unfortunate. But I agree. But if but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put put it out there. Yeah. Um. So my best male wrestler of the year, the person that made me want to watch them the most. Um. In December, I would have said Roman Reigns. He made me want to watch him the most out of anybody. Um. Right now, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for whatever's going to come next with MJF. Okay? Uh, his in-ring performances in 2022 were fantastic. Right? Um, and he, point blank, made everyone give a shit about him. The whole wrestling world was talking about MJF. Right? Now, did he go about doing it in a way that that helped the fans out a lot no he's a little bit of an asshole yeah aren't we all but but you know what i've had my asshole moments too you know um and so i'm not gonna hold that against him um and and i'm more excited to find out what happens with mjf than i am to see brock lesnar versus roman reigns for the 1500th time at SummerSlam. so with that being said i'm going mjf Locking it in, best male wrestler of the year, Bruce. Let, that let it be known you, that that Ted picked an AEW wrestler, <laughs> Brucey. <laughs> that's for you, baby. <laughs> so, with that being the case, my friends, let's jump into best female wrestler of the year. Okay. Um, now, if we ask Tyler first, he's going to say Charlotte. So I'm skipping <laughs> Tyler. Okay, we're going to go straight to Cuz here, Cuz. Also- also, we do know that if Kev was on, he would have picked Goldberg for best male of the year. Yeah, Goldberg Facts. would have been there. Yeah. Facts. Um, Goldberg, Goldberg Arena would be his best female wrestler of the year, you know. Because uh, talk to us, brother. Who's your, who's your best female wrestler of the year? Do 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 do. do, do. <laughs> ah! He picked Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte. Okay, let's hear it. Got the same nuclear heat that Becky Lynch has, but I like the fact that she stood up for herself. Because no offense. Becky wasn't hurt. Becky chose to have a child and was off for a year and came back in and wanted to, you know, act like everything was, you know, still her, you know, kingdom and everything like that while everybody else was working. So, and on top of that, I think she's the drizzling shits in the ring compared to Charlotte. So I went with Charlotte. <laughs> okay. Okie doke. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's, uh, let's, might as well just make it two for two here. Tyler, go ahead, brother. Yeah. No, I'm going to surprise you guys. You, you guys thought I was picking pick Charlotte. I'm going Bianca Belair. I'm going mm. more of the baby face here. I, I love what she brings to the table. Plus, I'm partial. You forget she's a UT girl. She's out of Knoxville. Yeah. So that, that itself. And, you know, she's just elevated to such a status going back to Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania, excuse me, you guys mentioned it. 
And then, you know, taking on Becky Lynch and, and all these great ladies, uh, she just impresses me. She really is the EST of uh, WWE. I mean, she's the strongest, the quickest, the fastest. Everything she says is believable because that's who she is. And she just is, I can see why she got the call up from NXT and why she's such a mega star. She has just been uh, money with all due respect to Carmella. I mean, really, Bianca <laughs> has been that. She Agreed. has been uh, somebody who's took advantage of her opportunity and I think has just got better with promos because she's herself. She has mm-hmm. that attitude, that swagger, and I love it. And uh, yeah, so much to the uh, chagrin of everyone, as much as a Charlotte Mark as I am, I didn't pick her. Mike did. And there was the swerve, Bianca, uh, actually Boom. favorite women's wrestler right now. Wow. Boom. Look at that. And you know what I'll say? Um, Carmella did not make my list, but you just brought her up and it made me think of this. Um, I want to throw big ups for Carmella right now because every mm-hmm. time the WWE needs someone that can go out there and work a reasonable match because someone gets hurt or because someone doesn't pass a wellness policy or because someone has a travel issue, who do they call? They call Carmella. And you know what? She goes out there and delivers every damn time and then goes back and does whatever 24-7 goofy bullshit they have for her the next night. You know, so um, do I like her gimmick? No, I think it's a stupid damn gimmick, right? Uh, Do I like Corey Graves calling her matches on Raw? No, I think it's stupid because he, they have to acknowledge the marriage so much and they put it over so freaking much. It annoys me. Um, But you know what? She's people got so upset with Renee Young when she would call John Mox or John uh, Dean Ambrose matches, and now nobody gives Corey Graves any shit for what he does during Carmelo's matches. Yep. And so I just, I just said, I you know, I want to put out there that (laughs) I think that she's she's doing a phenomenal job and that she deserves more credit than she than she's getting right now. What did you want to say? I agree with you. Yeah. Hot take, but. You want me to ruin Carmella for you for like a moment? Not really, but okay. <laughs> when she walks to the ring and she's doing like the obnoxious hip thing, she's basically walking like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> all right, OG Phil, talk to us. We all know we all know who you're going to say. It's OG. I mean, Tyler pretty much said everything, but there there are a couple other people that. I want to point out before I do say that Bianca is the top at the top of my list. Uh, Tony Storm, she mm-hmm. has really kind of come into her own over in AEW and gotten to be the person that she could have been in WWE. I think she's still got she's got a lot more potential over there and she still has weight like she still has ways to go mm-hmm. on top of that but she's really shown how good she is in the ring over there um another one same kind of along the same lines of Carmela but uh someone who's really stepped up and has become that hard worker is has just been rewarded with her first championship to live morgan mm. i mean she she doesn't put on a bad match when they need when they need someone to to go out there and perform she performs i'm really excited to see where she goes with this belt apparently ronda pushed for it really hard too yep so to have 
to have someone back you like that it means a whole hell of a lot yeah but for for me it's definitely it's Bianca Belair she's been the she's the top woman in wrestling right now I don't think anybody can argue that I'm just she's at the top of the mountain and I I don't know where she goes from here but I'm excited to see where she goes I think she can literally go down as the best female wrestler of all time you know what um I I'm I'm inclined to agree with you uh Bianca Belair is the top of my list as well uh, she's definitely the best female wrestler out there right now. Uh, my honorable mentions um, include Liv Morgan, just like yours, OG. Um, I think that she's just been a workhorse this year. Um, going all the way back to day one in January, you know, they were they were doing that angle with her and a Piper, you know, Piper Niven or Dewdrop or whatever her name is now. And, um, you know, and she can just work, man. And she's yeah. over. She's yeah. over like crazy. Um she's worked really hard to get there. I'm super proud of her. I think that, you know, she, uh, she can go really, really far if she continues to progress at the um, trajectory that she's, that she's going yeah, on right she's now. She's definitely on her way up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, my second runner up is Britt Baker, DMD. Um, the other the, workhorse of AEW. The workhorse of AEW. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter that she lost her championship. She went out there and won the Owen Hart uh tournament for the women um she's just she's the most consistent female performer in aew and she has that on her back she's i love thunder rosa she's better than thunder rosa yeah right um and she draws you in with that uh another one that's at the top of my list jade cardgill uh yeah she's been doing she's been doing so much great stuff i I love watching her i'm just a little tired of seeing her squash um, for someone so will, as green as she is she's really good <laughs> yes um so i'm just tired of seeing her squash uh i want to see her be pushed a little bit more in the ring i think um, we'll get that pretty soon i agree with you but but at the end of the day bianca belair is the obvious number one choice she uh, is really as the old wwe saying is she she's really grabbed the uh the brass ring and agreed. ran with it agreed all right, so our next category here is best tag team of the year so far. Um, I I think that I'll be very surprised if the four of us don't all have the same answer, but we'll see what happens here. Uh, I'm going to go to Tyler first on this one. Tyler, what do you got? Uh, they, this was a tough one, but with all due respect to FTR, I'm going to have to go with the Usos. I just, uh, you know what? I can't help it. I know what's happened to me. You know, this has been crazy. I know, but I'm going with Jimmy and Jay. As much as you know, you would think being an old school wrestling fan, you know, I love FTR. Don't get me wrong. Cause I know ref Amy, I was thinking if she was here, that was going to be her pick. So, but hey, I'm going, especially after that match with the Shree Province, man. That that was match of the night for oh, me. Oh man. Uh, it was a fantastic Honestly, match. I can't, I can't incredible. argue. Incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've just been on a roll like Roman Reigns. I know, Cousin Mike, you know, he's perplexed. He's like, man, somebody give Tyler his medicine or something. But no, the Usos, seriously, they've just been on such a a tear, man, with Heyman and Roman Reigns. And, and, you know, WWE's paying me to pick these selections. So I know all the AEW fans are going to be mad. (laughs) He's pro WWE. Well, hey, listen, if, if that gets me in the door, then 
uh, sure. Uh, of course, I'll be quickly out the door. So never mind. That's me being bad at comedy. But yeah, the Usos. Yeah. There you go. All right. OG, what do you got, brother? So I I haven't narrowed down to three teams. Obviously, so FTR is on probably their best run of their careers at the moment. They They hold almost all of the tag titles that are out there at the moment. Um, the guys work, they're absolute workhorses. Even like the, <laughs> stop it, cuz Lord. But, uh, <laughs> like I, they would have at, at forbidden door, the, uh, the injury, uh, angle they did with, uh, Dax that really got, I literally thought he was hurt. And I was like, all right, well, so, so much for them winning all of the belts at this point. Um, another one, everybody's going to call me a mark, but the Young Bucks are still one of the best tag teams to to be in the business right now. They're one of the best tag teams to ever do it. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, give, give me the, the face. I get it. Um, but actually... I think Cousin and I are making identical faces, actually. <laughs> but actually, I agree with Tyler. I think the Usos are the best tag team in wrestling right now. These guys go out there what? and put on the be- some of the best matches oh. I've ever seen. I love FTR, but I think the Usos are the best tag team in wrestling right now. I had to finish my uh, my cup of tea. <laughs> and honestly, it, it wasn't until the match at Money in the Bank. FTR was at the top for me, but that match at Money in the Bank put them just over them. Okay. On to uh, less popular but better looking Jim Cornette, <laughs> a.k.a. Cousin Mike. Ted, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I pissed okay, off so, Mike. <laughs> so, I had two runners up here. Um, my third runner up was Danielson and Mox. Um the you know the combat club i think that they're just doing um such such good stuff with the two of them and they were doing better stuff with them before they made the thing bigger i i hate that they made this stable bigger they should have just left it a tag that's team. why i left them off because they became um, a stable and they weren't a tag team anymore <laughs> um but i'm going with danielson mox as a tag team they were doing great stuff um the usos obviously are doing incredible stuff right now um their their match at Money in the Bank was it was absolutely insane uh, with the Street Profits, uh, but I, I have to go seven star FTR. I have to go seven star FTR. I can't um, say you're wrong though. That's the thing. It's so hard to actually pick one. You know, uh, they they are so good, and they, they remind are. me so much of the Heart Foundation, and I love the Heart Foundation. They remind me so much of the Heart Foundation, um, and they remind me a lot of the Steiner brothers as well. Um, I just, I really love them. I love their in-ring style. I think that they are the best thing in tag team wrestling right now. On to, uh, on to Jim. I mean, cuz. <laughs> Pulling out my alter ego. Oh God. He's going. Gentlemen. He's going. Sasha Banks and Naomi. I know. Oh God. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, cuz I had to. I'm sorry. Gentlemen, had the Usos been the top part of their storyline, I would have went with the Usos. 
but they are a secondary part of their storyline. They have great ability, they have great matches, but they are not the main focus of that storyline. You are not tuning in for the Usos, you are tuning in for Roman Reigns. So that knocks them out of the top contention altogether. Number two, Team RK Bro has outperformed them year long. But again, they are not my top choice. In every other company, what are the tag team titles? The tag They're the team worker titles. titles. They're the worker titles. Okay. And you don't put that title on somebody that you don't trust. You'll do it for like a week or two when you're trying to get like a hot spot or something like that. But for the most part, if there's a team that can go from federation to federation, and I'm not just talking like D-level, C-level, D-level federations. I'm talking like international federations. There's something to be said about those guys and the fact that they are being respected and looked at as somebody that can be trusted to win titles in multiple federations that are in consistent top pay-per-view spots. I don't know how you go against FTR. I just, I don't know how you go against them. And like, I'm not here to like knock anybody's like decisions or anything like that. I get that, you know, the Usos have had some really good matches and everything like that. But like, it's, it's a difference between like, It's the difference between inches and miles apart. And right now, FDR is miles apart from the Usos. Because I'm going to be frank and honest, if the Usos weren't in WWE, they might have the same type of success. But there's plenty of people that have never worked with them before. And I don't see them doing as well as FDR has done in such a quick amount of time since leaving WWE. That's a fair answer, Mike. Again, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think they're one in one day. I know. It's just that, like, it's for me. It's I'm probably riding the Kool Aid uh, or riding the wave of Money in the Bank right now. That's the thing. Yeah, I think you are. One of those things where, like, I still can't. I can't get over the match. It was so good. They have the belts because they're part of a storyline. Not saying that, like. Not saying that all wrestling isn't part of a storyline, but like it suits the dominance reign right now for the whole like Roman Empire thing. Yeah. Right. If they weren't doing the Roman Empire thing, they may have had the titles, but with all the bullshit shenanigans that they got up to over the past couple of years, they might not have. But again, it's FTR. It's FTR. It's no question for me, it's FTR. Fair enough. Fair enough. For Kevin right. Goldberg and Gilberg. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we uh we've been we've been on this on this uh episode for a bit here, guys. So we we you know we have these three topics left here. Uh but let's let's try and, and keep things moving a little bit. Um match of the year. I'm gonna come back to OG first here. OG, talk to me, brother. Match of the year. I mean, there were a lot of good matches this year, like Cody versus Seth at Hell in a Cell. We've already mentioned Roman Reigns versus Matt Riddle on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Really solid match. But like Mike just said, there's a difference. There's inches and miles. And the match with Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door 
I don't think anything's going to beat that this year at all. I think we've already seen the match of the year overall. That, yeah. I will go back and watch that match when I'm 90, if I'm still around. That yeah, was, it, it, that was an incredible, a really one, incredible match. It's one of my favorite matches of all time. I'll, I'll even go that far at this point. All right, so let's go to someone that hates Orange Cassidy. Uh, Cousin Mike, <laughs> talk to us, brother. Cody versus Seth, Hell in a Cell. I mean, I, I, I can't fault you because it's, like, again, like Will said a few minutes ago, it's like 1A and 1B. Like, these two matches have been... I I can't correct, get mad over the Will Ospreay-Orange Cassidy match, but one of those guys has been elevated to people looking at them, like, more seriously now, and one of these guys is pretty much a sure thing to win the Royal Rumble and go on the Mania and possibly win the world title. I'm not going to fault you. That's that was my measuring stick. All right, hold on. We've got. No, I'm sorry. Keep going. All right, so Tyler. Yes. Uh, favorite match would be a uh, hey would be Seth Rollins Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. Uh, to me, Cody Ooh, coming out. Match. You know whether we. Knew- not mm-hmm. yeah to me that set the bar for the hell in a cell that i mean if you didn't have that match the trilogy wouldn't have yeah we don't get that and what's going to continue yeah down the road and another one too uh you brought it up well roman reigns and riddle but i would go roman reigns seth rollins when he came out as the shield in royal rumble one if uh that the pay-per-view or premium live event from this year i know i'm, I'm, I'm bloodline i'm you know i'm a mark for bloodline i, I know i'm going to hear all the wrestling community you know what go take it somewhere uh, mm-hmm. that's all I got to say, but you know, I, I'm with it. That's a good match. Uh, so that, there you go. That, that's a couple of good matches. And, uh, you know, Danielson Omega was that this year. If, if they didn't get hurt, that would be another year. match. Yeah. No, last year. Whenever my dad did that, don't count. That's the other thing. Never all that really that good stuff count. in AEW happened like right at the end of 2021. So it was that's like true. none of it. That's true. So like I'm, punk first hangman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the triple threat for the tag team titles of Forbidden Door is my second runner-up. Um, it was just a really well-told story. Everyone worked so well together. It was a beautiful setup and classic tag team wrestling won out at the end of it. Um, so that was my, my second runner-up. My first runner-up is Cody and Seth, Hell in a Cell. Uh, it's 1A, 1B for me. And just like Will, I'm going Orange Cassidy, Will Ospreay. It was just, it was incredible. And and Will's over there having like a heart attack. He's like, I didn't know Ted was going to pick AEW shit. Like, what, what's going to happen here? Uh, I'm oh, talking about the Ted. New Japan guys. Oh, him. God. Oh, no. What's happening here? Ah! You know? um, okay. So let's, let's talk about uh, favorite moment of the year uh, so far. Going to go to Cousin Mike first here. Cuz favorite moment of the year overall professional wrestling what do you got cody jumping back to wwe yeah yeah that's a great one man it's on my list too it's it's fantastic tyler p a favorite moments uh i just like when the legends come back and for me stone cold steve austin at wrestlemania i I can't help it man attitude error all the way drinking the beer him and kevin owens it's a credit to kevin owens i forgot how great of a worker talker this was a match made in heaven so i loved it that's (laughs) what i 
with as far as a favorite moment. And there was so many. It's so hard on these. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. OG. So obviously Cody's return was really cool. I absolutely love seeing him back in WWE. Probably one of the loudest pops I've ever heard. Um, like Tyler said, getting to see Stone Cold actually like physically wrestle a match. Cause I never, I never actually got to see him wrestle a, an actual match in WWE. I started watching just after he left. But for me, I've been such a huge fan of Kazuchika Okada that finally get him, getting to see him wrestle a match in the U.S. on, on pay per view was the coolest thing for me. So I will getting to see Okada in the U.S. was is my favorite moment of the year. Awesome, awesome. So um, my sec my my second runner up was Steve Austin coming out of retirement. My first runner-up was Cody's return at Mania. But my favorite moment of the year, actually, um, comes out of a sad moment of the year. Um, we all know Big E broke his neck, uh, taking a belly-to-belly on the outside. Um, seeing the wrestling community as a whole, didn't matter what brand you were on, what company you work for, coming together to support someone that they all loved in Big E, and, uh, and then him uh, you know, coming to us with those little selfie, two-minute selfie videos, uh, updating us on his progress those first couple of days after and the just the overwhelming amount of positivity that we got um really it, it meant a lot to me because wrestling twitter and um the wrestling community the iwc sometimes it can be really toxic yeah. um we've all experienced it and uh just seeing that overwhelming amount of support for somebody was a really incredible moment for me and so I, uh, I, that was definitely my favorite thing this year was seeing that support for someone who got hurt. All right. What are we looking forward to with the, uh, the remainder of the year here? Going to start with, uh, with Tyler first. Uh, what I'm looking forward to is, uh, you know, Riddle. A lot of these guys that we're not seeing in the main event, of course, we've stayed in Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and we know Cody will, will be back in the picture and for AEW too. I think you mentioned that Orange Cassidy has won me over more, Ted. What you and Will were talking about, a lot of guys I was more with Mike. I, I didn't care for. But he proves he, he's he got more that he brings to the table. I got to tell you what, it's a shame. I don't know if Santana, what's going on with him and Ortiz, but I really like them in Kingston. I've always been high. I don't know what it is about that New York attitude, but it's cool, man. I, I just really like what they're doing. And I got to give Jericho credit, even though there's been some bad moments he reinvents himself, and I, I got to say, Jericho is, is still on such a roll. Whether you like him or not, you can't deny his ability. So, I wanted to show uh, some AEW guys love, or I'll get some WWE bias here. So, there you go, and that's all I'm going to add. I, I think there's just so much to look forward to, and, and I think the sky's the limit. So, we do have hope in some of these younger guys, like I mentioned, Theory. I like Gable. I like Otis. I, I like the whole uh, idea. So, there's so much in all companies that I think we can uh, look forward to. All right, OG. I mean, personally, I am really looking to for, looking forward to see where Orange Cassidy goes after this match with Will Ospreay. I think he's shown that he can be a top guy, even with the quote unquote comedy gimmick that he has. I just I think he's one of the best in ring workers that's in the business right now. And uh, also, I need more Hulkhausen. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Good stuff, uh, Cuz. While I'm not bored with his run, I am ready for 
a shuffle at the title change at the top. Like, I'm ready for Roman to drop, take some time off, and let a lot of these new guys and some older guys get back into the shuffle for the world title picture because they've got about a good eight or nine viable options right now that they could be having these belts on and having, like, different feuds and everything like that. And I think that uh, if the writing team was smart, they would be getting ready for this. But unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be the case. But it's something to be optimistic about. Right, right. Um, My runner-up for this is is Cody's return. I'm super excited to see um, if the WWE Universe stays behind him like they've been. Um, and what they do with him moving forward. But I think that my the thing I'm looking forward to the most is seeing all these guys that have gotten hurt come back. Um, yeah, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole. Um, Get your heels for T's, right? Who are hurt. You know, it's it, it's crazy. CM Punk, uh, um, Cody, um, Randy Orton. You know, there, there's just this litany Kenny of... Kenny Omega, of, Adam Cole. Kenny Omega, Adam Cole. You know, there's a litany of, of guys... Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them uh, come back and and show what they've got for the remainder of the year. All can right, we, my friends. Can we all agree that um, the state of wrestling now compared to where it was a few months ago is just at an all-time high? It feels like, especially coming, like, now that we're, like, fully out of the pandemic era, I think we're finally back to almost, almost where we were pre-pandemic. Uh, I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I don't know that it's at an all-time high because some of us lived through the attitude era. Well, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but compared yeah, to I where think, compared I think, to where I think it's been, we have, we're we're way I up think, here now. Yeah, agree, agree. I think while we have a lot of really good choices, especially with like you know different guys like on the roster and everything like that that could possibly be in the top spot, I think we're still kind of stuck in that lull of like corporate influence on the wrestling well well i don't think that's ever going to go away so yeah I, another I unfortunate to, part of the business yeah yeah well, i'll tell you what guys we are out of time here so we are going to wrap this episode up let us know what, what your favorite uh person or or match or or moment was in the comments below if you're watching on youtube hit us up on social media if you're listening on podcast sports wire or watching on roku at rewind podcast at w-r-e-w-i-n-d-p-o-d-c-a-s-t go buy some merch get your tickets for coastal championship wrestling at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events and we will catch you guys next time here on rewind wrestling radio